Folks, um, I'm going to be real honest with you. I am recording solo this week. Um, Owen had a kind of a rough past weekend. Um, his amazing girlfriend, Sarah Ellis, her grandfather passed away, very unfortunately. Um, so obviously Owen is going to be there for her to support her because that's just the kind of guy that he is. Um, thoughts and prayers to the Ellis family in this uh, terrible time. Um, that being said, had some amazing football this week. Obviously, I know you're probably going to get tired of hearing my voice all this session, um, but going to try and bring as much enthusiasm as we can. So that being said, my name's Cole Connor, and you are listening to the Panther Pod. All right, starting things off, um, obviously, you know, there's not going to be much smack talk between the two of us because it is a one-man band this week. Owen went 5-2 and two in his picks. I went 4-3, and three, giving him the victor. Um, that being said, some very good games. And both of our first loss this week came uh, when Kansas went to take on uh, K-State. Obviously, K-State's number 12 in the na- uh, nation, Nine and three overall, six and six for Kansas. Um, we both thought that Jalen Daniels was going to have a better game than what he did. Not saying that he didn't have a good game. Jalen Daniels, uh, twenty for thirty-two, one hundred and sixty-eight yards passing, sixteen carries. Oh, excuse me, I was looking at Devin Neal's stats. Eight carries, fifty-one yards, one touchdown, uh, with a long of twenty-five. Uh, Jason Bean, he had, he went one for one with a twelve-yard completion. And then uh, Devin Neal, he had those 16 carries, as I mentioned before, 59 yards and two total touchdowns. Uh, Tony Lachlan, I believe, oh, no, yeah, Tory Lachlan from Kansas, uh, six carries, 17 yards, and a touchdown on the ground as well for the Jayhawks. Um, not really a bad stat line offensively, but K-State got out to a 23-7 to lead in the first quarter and never looked back from that. Uh, Will Howard, again, outstanding passing game, 11 for 21, 213 yards passing and two touchdowns. Uh, Deuce Vaughn, solid all year. We piped him up on the podcast. Uh, 25 carries, 147 yards, one touchdown. K-State had a running back committee this week as DJ Giddens also got some love. Nine carries, 44 yards, and a touchdown. And then Malik Knowles also got three carries for 38 yards and two touchdowns for the K-State Wildcats. Good game. Sloppy game if you're looking at turnovers. Lachlan and Burroughs for the Jayhawks both lost a fumble apiece. And then uh, Will Howard fumbled twice and lost one. So definitely um, definitely a sloppy game as far as those go. But, you know, honestly, it didn't look that bad. Uh, time of possession. Kansas had the ball for 31 minutes, K-State 29 total yards. K-State had 443 yards. 
of offense versus Kansas 307. Rookie numbers, got to pump those up. They're in the Big 12 for a reason. Uh, turnovers, KU had those two fumbles that I mentioned. K-State had the one. Both teams had 21st downs, so it's about it's about the same. Honestly, um, K-State was just far more productive and got to a very hot uh, first quarter lead with Malik Knowles' five-yard touchdown run, Sammy Wheeler's 42-yard pass reception from Will Howard, um, a safety, which you hardly ever see in college football, and then uh, Malik Knowles' other touchdown. So hard to beat a team when you're up 23-7 in the first quarter. Uh, moving on from this game, uh, we have Washington Huskies defeat the Washington State Cougars. Uh, Washington, obviously, they're 13th in the country, 10-2, uh, 7-2 in conference. Washington State, 7-5, 4-5 in conference. Uh, this was a quarterback matchup between Michael Penix Jr. and Cameron Ward. Uh, both guys really showed out. Obviously, Michael Penix Jr. has been electric all year long. I'm fairly certain he's still the passing yards leader in the nation, and he is at 4,354 yards. Uh, still, he's almost top 10 for touchdowns as well, and that really showed this game. 25 for 43, 485 yards passing, three touchdowns, and one interception. Uh, Cameron Ward honestly kept pace with him. Uh, 33, 33 for 52, 322 yards Two touchdowns, no interceptions. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Cameron Ward also had one rushing touchdown. And Nakea Watson for Washington State had 15 carries, 73 yards, and one touchdown. Uh, going back to the Huskies, uh, Wayne Talapapa, 13 carries, 126 yards, one touchdown. Michael Penix Jr., you know what? I said Cameron Ward kept pace. Uh, with Michael Penix Jr., I take that back. Uh, Michael Penix Jr. had two carries for 34 yards and two touchdowns. Good God, the man's out here putting out Randy Moss numbers. Um, he also had some help with Romo Duns. Uh, one carry, five yards, one touchdown there. Uh, Romo Duns also had a receiving touchdown on the day. Um, Definitely an offensive slugfest. Washington scored 21 of their 51 points in the second quarter. Uh, and honestly, it was fairly close at halftime, 28-27. Um, and then Washington scored 16 unanswered in the fourth to pull away from the Cougars. Looking at time of possession, um, Washington only held the ball for 26 minutes, 32 seconds. Washington State had it for 33-28. This kind of goes against what we've been saying is if you can run the ball and establish a good time of possession, you're going to win some games. You are going to win some games unless you just bomb it down the field, which Washington has the capability to do with Michael Penix Jr. Um, total yardage, Washington had 703 total yards. Uh, Washington State only could manage 433 yards passing. Uh, Washington did have two turnovers. Washington State had none. And then Washington had 30 first downs versus Washington State's 28. Um, Washington turned it into a boat race. Washington State could keep up there for a little bit. And then uh, Washington's defense was able to make some halftime adjustments and seal the game for the Huskies. <coughs> 
Y'all, I've been telling you all season long, my Pac-12 champs are going all the way. Actually, no, they're not. They already announced the title game. Uh, Oregon State, unfortunately, is not in the Pac-12 championship game. They did everything they could, but it was a little bit out of their reach. Um, that being said, number 21, Oregon State, uh, beats number nine, Oregon, in the upset of the weekend. Um, 38 to 34 for the Beavers. And, you know, I, honestly, it's insane. Uh, Oregon State scored 21 unanswered in the fourth to win them this game. Bo Nix, 27 for 41, 327 yards passing, two touchdowns. Um, no interceptions. Ben Goldbranson, 6 for 13, 60 yards, no touchdowns, two interceptions. Mind you, that's Oregon State's starting uh, passer. He's their starting quarterback. <clears throat> Noel Whittington, 16 carries, 81 yards, one touchdown. And then Jordan James for Oregon, nine carries, 26 yards, one touchdown. Uh, looking at rushing, Deshaun Fenwick. For the Beavers, eight carries, 53 yards, one touchdown. Isaiah Newell, two carries, 21 yards, two touchdowns. Ben Goldbranson, starting quarterback, four carries, seven yards, two touchdowns with a long of six. Good God. Um, it was a messy game for Oregon State. Um, mm, just absolutely terrible. Um, but you know, when your kicker, um, kickers on both teams, Camden Lewis and Everett Hayes, both perfect for the day. Uh, Everett Hayes, one for one on field goals, five for five on extra points. Uh, Camden Lewis, two for two on field goals, four for four on extra points. Uh, looking at box score, time of possession, uh, total yards, Oregon, uh, Outmoved the ball, 470 yards to Oregon State's 328. Uh, Oregon State had three turnovers. Oregon had none. Uh, Oregon had 26 first downs, and Oregon State had 19. Uh, time of possession, Oregon had the ball for 35 minutes, and Oregon State had it for 25. When I tell you that Oregon had every single right to win this game, and they couldn't, Man, that is disappointing. Um, you hate to see it. Oregon really had the best shot out of either one of these teams to advance into the playoffs uh, or to compete for the Pac-12 championship. So Oregon State definitely uh, played spoiler there. Um, speaking of playing spoiler, a team that has been familiar playing spoiler the past two weeks now South Carolina takes down Clemson. Uh, South Carolina, 8-4, and 3-2 away, beats Clemson, number 8 in the nation, 31-30. Um, <laughs> honestly, this is, this is a little it's, – it's starting to get insane. Um, Spencer Rattler is obviously saving his best games for the end of the season. Uh, man had three total touchdowns. He was 25 for 39, 360 through the air, two touchdowns, two interceptions. 
Um, and then Spencer Rattler had six carries for negative five yards with a long of four and one touchdown on the ground. Uh, Jaheim Bell accounted for South Carolina's other touchdown. Nine carries, 29 yards, uh, and one touchdown with a long of eight. Uh, Clemson, DJ Ugiagle, uh eight for 29, 99 yards passing, one touchdown, one interception. Will Shipley, 15 carries, 132 yards, one touchdown. DJ Ugiagle, 12 carries, 51 yards, one touchdown on the ground. So he couldn't get it done on the air through Clemson. Um, got it done a little bit through on the ground. Uh, but honestly, leading rusher Will Shipley. He's led Clemson's offense on the ground all season long. Um, but, you know, it's definitely mm, – man, this is an ugly game too. Um, not all bad though. Uh, looking at game cast for time of possession and yardage, South Carolina had 414 total yards. Uh, Clemson had 336. South Carolina won the turnover battle with uh, two interceptions. Uh, Clemson had three, that uh, one interception, and then two forced fumbles. Time of possession, South Carolina won 33 to Clemson's 26. And then first downs, Clemson actually won 17 to South Carolina's 14. Um, I'm going to be real honest, up until um, – I'm trying to get the exact time stamp. Up until 10 minutes, 14 seconds in uh, left in the fourth quarter, uh, Clemson had this game won. Um, started out 14 to nothing, and then South Carolina came back and won it. Um, absolutely insane from the Gamecocks. Um, yeah, they won the game with a last-second field goal. It's insane. Uh, we love to see it. Beamer balls going strong down in South Carolina. <clears throat> now for a game that should not have been on here. Um, Obviously, the biggest news out of this game is Hugh Freeze is now the 31st head coach at Auburn. Uh, upsets quite a good bit of people uh, here in Virginia, but honestly, I think the move is perfect for Auburn. They're a team on the rise, um, and Hugh Freeze is going to be the person to lead them there. I know Owen is absolutely devastated about this. Um, the news broke, I think, at about 3 o'clock today um, that that happened. So we're definitely uh, – Owen is going to have some strong words to say on the Wednesday show. Uh, so make sure you're tuning in and listening to that. Um, <clears throat> the 10-2 and two Alabama Crimson Tide beat the 5-7 and seven, at the time 5-6 and six, um, Auburn Tigers 49-27. Um, obviously, Alabama is going to politic and say that, oh, two close SEC losses shouldn't matter in the playoff committee, yada, yada, yada. We've heard it all before. It's Bama. Um, Bryce Young, who? Oh, sorry. No, just Bryce Young. Sorry. Uh, 20 for 30, 343 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. As we've seen all year long, this is a normal stat line for the man. 
Robbie Ashford honestly didn't have a bad game. 11 completions, 23 attempts, 77 yards, one touchdown. Uh, Robbie Ashford on the ground, 17 carries, 121 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Jarquez Hunter was Auburn's leading rusher, 11 carries, 134 yards, no touchdowns. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, on the ground for Bama, Jameer Gibbs, 17 carries, 76 yards, one touchdown. Bryce Young had five carries, 48 yards, and a touchdown. Jason McKellen had 11 carries, 44 yards, and a touchdown. And Voidale Williams had one carry for five yards and a touchdown. <coughs> Bama is Bama, and I have my feelings about Bama that normally Owen pokes light, but let me be real clear on the solo show to say that I do not like Alabama. Um, I, I truly I despise them. Uh, Nick Saban is the bane of my existence. He's just a smug little. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm good. Um, I've made my point clear time and time again, and I will continue to do so. <coughs> Looking at the team stats, uh, Alabama won the yardage battle, 516 yards to Auburn's 395. Auburn had two turnovers to Alabama's one. Uh, time of possession was honestly pretty even. Auburn had 31 minutes. Alabama had 28, 50, almost 29. Um, and then first downs, Alabama had 26 versus Auburn's 21. Big story, obviously, coming out of this game is Hugh Freeze uh, being the 31st head coach. Everyone's been talking about it all week. We'll see where it goes. Um, definitely one that you want to give you know, two, three years not a Neil Brown situation for uh, Auburn. Definitely don't want to rush things. <coughs> um, speaking of rushing things, um, USC 38, Notre Dame 27. Kept it competitive. However, Lincoln Riley has proved that it can be a one-year wonder. Um, USC is 11-1, and one, and I'm pretty sure they're – Definitely going to the playoffs at this point. If they're not, that's a darn shame. <clears throat> Caleb Williams, 18 for 22, 232 yards passing, one touchdown. That's pretty good, but it doesn't compare to Caleb Williams. Nine carries, 35 yards, three touchdowns on the ground. Uh, Relique Brown also contributed on the ground. Two carries, seven yards, one touchdown. Uh, Drew Pine... 23, 23 for 36, or no, excuse me, 23 for 26. Good God, he had himself a day. Uh, 318 yards, three touchdowns, and one interception. That is insane. Uh, Logan Diggs for Notre Dame. Sorry, I was looking at that stat line a little bit more close. Uh, Logan Diggs for Notre Dame. He had 12 carries, 34 yards, and a touchdown. <coughs> um, Michael Meyer. I know we don't really talk about wide receivers a whole lot on this show, but that's too good of a name to not at least say one time on the year. Uh, Michael Meyer, he had eight receptions, 98 yards, and two touchdowns. Um, Halloween was last month, but all right, you do you, Mike. Uh, looking at team stats, <clears throat> USC had 436 total yards, won them the game. 
uh, to Notre Dame's 408. Notre Dame had two turnovers. Time of possession, USC had the ball for 35 minutes, 23 seconds. Notre Dame had it for 24-37. Uh, USC also had 23 first downs to Notre Dame's 22. <clears throat> A very competitive game that could have gone the other way if Notre Dame would have gotten some points on the board in the first quarter. USC went out to a 17-7 lead going into the half. Really didn't let off the brakes until the fourth quarter. You, the right team won here. Like, I, I'm not really a big. I don't have a lot of uh, skin in this game either way. But um, yeah, the right team won here for sure. USC's been more consistent year round. Um, besides their one loss to Utah, but you know it's. <clears throat> This was a very good game and definitely one of the highlights of the weekend. <clears throat> and now for the game. Michigan wins 45-23. All right, there we go. <laughs> um, no, I mean, honestly, this was very, very close. Um, <clears throat> honestly... It was close up until the fourth quarter, and then Michigan scored 21 points in the fourth to give them the nail in the coffin. Um, absolutely insane game. Definitely did not disappoint anybody who watched this year. J.J. McCarthy went off uh, 12 for 24, 263 yards, three touchdowns. Donovan Edwards, 22 carries, 200, 200 yards rushing. Good God. Uh, 216 yards rushing, two touchdowns, long of 85. The man did not let off the gas. Um, J.J. McCarthy also had himself a day on the ground, six carries, 27 yards, one touchdown. <clears throat> C.J. Stroud didn't have a good game. Um, 31, uh, I'd say he didn't have a good game, but honestly it's probably one of the better stat lines I've seen all year long. Um looking at any kind of college quarterback. C.J. Stroud, 31 for 48, 349 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. That's a bad day at the office if you're him. Um, <clears throat> I made the analogy last week about what would happen when the Ferrari that is Ohio State hit the brick wall that is Michigan's defense. And I think that clearly happened this week. Uh, Michigan had two turnovers versus – or no, sorry. Ohio State had two turnovers versus Michigan's none. Michigan had 530 yards total. Ohio State had 492. Time of possession, OSU 31, Michigan 28. Uh, first downs, Ohio State had 23. Michigan had 16. Um, honestly, besides saying called it, what do you want from us? Like, it's Donovan Edwards in the fourth quarter looked unstoppable. He had a 75-yard run, um, one-play drive, and then followed it up four minutes later with an 85-yard run um, on a three-play drive. So, it... Again, uh, defensive back 
from Michigan grabbed the touchdown flag for Michigan, uh, planted it in the middle of the O in the Ohio State center field. Um, definitely brings a lot of – there's been a lot of focus in the game the past couple years, and I'm here for it. I think it's one of the best rivalries in college football nowadays. Both teams have been consistent um, and have been consistently making the playoffs, and, and we've definitely seen that this year. Uh, moving on to ODAC, uh, Randy Mack lost to Delaware Valley in the second round. Um both teams um, were very hot offensively. I'm trying to find an actual football score. Bear with me. There we go. <coughs> Moving on to ODAC, uh, Randy Mack is out of the Division Three playoffs. Um, Delaware Valley beat them 39-32 after scoring 21 unanswered in the fourth quarter. Um, Delaware Valley moves on to the third round of the playoffs, and Randy Mack, you done the ODAC proud. 11-1. We'll get him again next year. Obviously, that's something that we're going to talk Um a lot more about on the Wednesday show on the preview episode. <clears throat> um, I had to do it for my boy. Um, you know, it's not something that I entirely feel, com feel comfortable with doing. Um, but, you know, when in Rome, and Owen's not here to do it, so. Almost heaven, West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. Life is older, older than the trees, younger For the last time this season, um, Country Roads has been played on the Panther Pod. West Virginia finishes the season five and seven, three and six in conference after getting a win over Oklahoma State. I'm sure that Owen David Sapelnik will play the dreaded, not dreaded. I I can't even say that. Um, we'll play Country Roads next week, um, our Wednesday to celebrate. Uh, West Virginia beats Oklahoma State 24-19. Garrett Green, be real honest with you, he didn't look good. Um, he looked a lot better than what Daigie uh, could have. I'm trying to do <laughs> – I'm trying to do Owen Justice here 
um, by slandering the starting quarterback and ripping into Neil Brown. Um, obviously, you know, <laughs> uh, just a little bit of love there uh, for Owen. Um, Garrett Green, 8 for 14, 48 yards, one interception. Uh, Nico Markiole also got some playing time, uh, 2 for 9, 29 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Garrett Rangel for Oklahoma State had a rough day at the office, 18 for 42, 178 yards passing, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, looking at West Virginia's rushing attack, Jalen Anderson, 15 carries, 155 yards, and two touchdowns. Jalen Anderson is a true freshman and is already putting out um, 155 yards per game um, or 155 yards in a game. Definitely going to be something to look forward to. Uh, Garrett Green, six carries, 47 yards, one touchdown on the ground. Not bad. Not bad at all. Um, Ollie Gordon for Oklahoma State for the Cowboys, uh, 17 carries, 136 yards, one touchdown. Uh, Brendan Presley had the other Oak State touchdown, uh, one carry, four yards, and one touchdown. Dante still has recovered a fumble. Um, honestly, it. this is a game that I do not have that much stake in, but I'm sure Owen is enjoying and, you know, to beat a division rival on <laughs> to beat a division rival on their field, it always feels good. Um, and now that now that Hugh Freeze is at Auburn, Excuse me. Now that Hugh Freeze is at Auburn, where does that leave West Virginia? You know, um, obviously West Virginia waited until – or going to wait until they get an AD to announce a head coach. Um, but we'll see how that plays out. Owen is going to have a lot more about the West Virginia coverage on the Wednesday show. Um, but good win. Good win for the Mountaineers. Uh, ugly win. Obviously, they had they had it sealed in the third quarter, uh, but kicked the field goal in the fourth to win them and ice them this game. At least one of us got to play their song at some point this week, right, bud? Yeah. Yeah. You hate to see it. Um, I don't know what you want me to say about this game. Um, the number five team in the nation, the LSU Tigers, nine and three, six and two in conference, going play for the SEC championship this weekend. Um, fell to Texas A&M. This loss did not have any implication at all for us in the playoffs. Or, excuse me, not in the playoffs, in the championship game. Uh, thanks, Alabama. Um, don't know how I feel about that. Texas A&M, 5-7, and 2-6 and in conference. Beat LSU 38-23. to 
good God. Um, Jaden Daniels could not get anything going in the red zone. Went 21 for 35, 189 yards passing. No touchdowns, no interceptions. Jaden Daniels was the team leading rusher. 12 carries, 84 yards, no touchdowns. Thank the Lord for John Emery Jr. Nine carries, 55 yards, three touchdowns. Have yourself a day, my friend. Um, Texas A&M, Connor Weidman, 12 for 18, two touchdowns, 155 yards passing. Devin Kane, 38 carries, 215 yards rushing, and two touchdowns on the ground. Um, honestly, <sighs> Jane Daniels lost a fumble. Damani Richardson recovered both fumbles um, that LSU had. Um, Damani Richardson had 10 total tackles, seven uh, solo. And, you know, I'm really proud of this team. But at the same time, come on, guys. You're supposed to beat a 5-7 and seven Texas A&M. You're supposed to beat them bad. You're supposed to, you know, use this kind of win to get into the playoffs. Now, granted, I think it's way too soon for the talk of LSU being in the playoffs. Um, but it, it's, it's just sad. It's, it's such a sad way to end the season. Um, obviously, you know, the season's not over for LSU. We go play Georgia in the Southeastern Conference Championship um, in Atlanta. <laughs> Gee, wonder who has home field advantage there. Um, it's, you know, you want something to hang your hat on, um, especially in, you know, the the day and age where you have the Georgias, the Alabamas, the Clemsons. Um, you have those teams that are going to be, you know, rushing the field after you win them, um, which I, I will be flattered. Um, Texas A&M did rush the field after they beat us um, because, you know, it was their last game of the season. They're not going to a bowl game. Um, but anyway – um, at least they have that to hang their hat on. They beat the best team in the West. <clears throat> Looking at game stats, LSU did have uh, one turnover. Texas A&M had none. LSU had more first downs. Both teams had 384 yards for LSU, 429 yards for Texas A&M. Time of possession, Texas A&M had it for 31 minutes. LSU had it for 28 um, to the LSU fans who are saying fire Brian Kelly, why? Just why? I just I want to know. Um, that is absolutely wild and should not be any kind of, you know, um, just completely and totally unjustified. Um, obviously, we're going to talk about the college football rankings. Um, they come out tomorrow. But, yeah, it's – the season's getting getting down there, folks. Um, definitely a short week this week as far as the episode's concerned. Um, and 
we'll see you guys on the Wednesday show. Uh, for that, I'm Cole Connor. Thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in to the Panther Pod. Um, and thank you for sticking with us for our second season. Um, love you guys. See you on Wednesday.